Due to mature subject matter, parental discretion is advised. Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the start line by a power couple. One, a director, writer, and producer. The other, an award-winning writer, producer, and comedian. Their latest film is you, me, and her. Looking at the question, can a threesome save a marriage? We welcome back our friend Selena Ringel and her husband, Dan Levy Daggerman. Hi. Thank you for having us. Friends, let's go beyond the mic. Last March, you took a trip that uncovered a lot of feelings and emotions for both of you. It helped you question plenty of things, but out of it came this film. How did your marriage change and evolve from that trip? Well, to be honest, the <laughs> we were more unsuccessful than we had hoped in what happened on that trip. But at the same time, it kind of brought up a lot of questions and it made us realized that there was something really interesting about the questions we were asking each other and how we were kind of connecting over this idea of kind of involving another person. Um, And there was just so much there that we realized that there was a movie. Uh, But unfortunately we, we did not, um, we were not successful in the actual act. (laughs) But by the, yeah, by the time we were driving home, we were like, this is a movie. This has got to be a movie. So we started working on it like on the way back. Yeah. The speed from the trip in March of 2022 to filming it last November and December, did the turnaround help the emotions you were feeling? I think it was the little bit of all of it, because on one hand, I think the more that we would talk about it and the more we were kind of uh, feeling out what this movie was going to be, the more we were like, wow, like this could really not work out. You know what I mean? Which is so funny because in the moment where we were on that trip, we were both like guns blazing, like ready to make this happen. But we weren't thinking about like the real consequences or what it would really mean to our marriage or, you know, how we could both feel about what happened or all those things weren't going through our mind because we were just excited. And I think that it was really interesting as we started really putting together the plot for the movie and the outline and all the possible kind of um, outcomes to what could happen all of a sudden. It was like, oh, maybe we should be a lot more thoughtful about whether we really want to do this or not. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting because there's so much there. Like on the surface, it sounds like a superficial kind of story that you could explore from a lot of ways. But then when you look at it below the surface with a long-term relationship and all the implications that involves and then bringing someone into that and what that looks like is just a fascinating world to explore. What's the power of an indie film? What's the power of the benefits of not having a big budget blockbuster, but you're able to do what you want to do. I think one of the really strong things you can do is you can capture the zeitgeist of what's going on in the moment. Like there's a really strong, like sex positive movement and there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. And we're able to be very nimble and move quickly and tell stories around those kinds of things. Well, and also for this movie, to be honest, we actually had a much bigger budget than we initially anticipated. But I think a big thing about how we do things in general is we just go, by this date, we're going. And no matter what it is, no matter what we have, we're just going. And the reason we do that is because, and don't get me wrong, I see the value in waiting for the right amount of money and the right, you know, whatever cast and the bigger whatever. And there's always a bigger version of how you can do everything. 
But I also know a lot of people that wait 10 years for that one project. And so in our mind, it's like, you know what? Let's just do this as many times as possible. It might not be perfect every time, but we'll learn every time. We'll get better every time. And if we just keep making, then at some point, it's like, it's got to be some sort of mathematical equation. You know what I mean? And also, and also what we love to do is we like to tell stories that are like a hyperbole of our lives. It's not about us exactly or something, but it's a more extreme version. So like our first film was about like weddings and stuff like that. And that was around the time we got married. Our second film was having a baby. Yeah. And this is a married couple with the baby. So we get to sort of engage with the audience and tell the story about what we're experiencing as we go through life. So that's something really unique that we get to do. And also to add to that, I think it's really cool that, you know, if let's say we did wait the 10 years for the whatever budget and the whatever, you know, it might not be relevant to us the same way. So there's something really cool about making something that's super relevant to you in that moment and being able to get it out and get an audience reaction from you know, what you're going through and kind of how you perceive the world in that moment. You filmed it around San Pancho. What exactly. made it the perfect location for this project? And who was the location director for this film? Well, it's interesting. I think I would say I was the one who said it has to be in Spanglish because I think my life is in Spanglish and I'm half Mexican, half American. And we kind of did that with our last film, too. And we felt like this is a very honest portrayal of what a lot of people's life is like. And um, we don't see it enough on the screen. Um, but then I think Dan looked through a bunch of different options. Well, and also we we like during COVID, we spent a lot of time down in Mexico. And so we got to know it myself as, you know, more of a tourist, but like, you know, being but and then Selena as. Uh, Mexican. And so we got to like live in Mexico this way and experience the world of Puerto Vallarta, which is right near San Pancho. But then when we were location scouting, we found like this town was incredible and the vibe really like takes you outside of the world of the city. Mm -hmm. So it's like a whole different energy going to San Pancho, Nayarit rather than shooting in like a bigger city like Puerto Vallarta. And also I want to shout out uh, Pablo Lebrija and Fernando Lebrija, who were our Mexican producers, because they were actually the ones who said, you know, we came in with this idea of shooting in Puerto Vallarta and they were like, oh no, we can get you so much more, you know, for your money and also for your everything. Like the, the production value is just going to be a lot higher and it's a much more beautiful place if we go outside of Puerto Vallarta. And the contrast so. and the environment was just incredible. So they were right on the money with that. And it was like a dream place to shoot. Yeah. Dan Levy Daggerman, Selena Ringle, they are the incredible power couple that made you, me, and her. And Friends, it's time for the Rocky Nade. Eight random questions. Selena's done it before. All you got to do is answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Since we have two guests, we'll alternate questions. Selena, what's the first thing about Dan that made you go, yeah, he'll do? Uh, honestly, that he's really silly. <laughs> Dan, what's the thing that Selena does that captures your eye every day? Her smile. Selena, what's the one thing that Dan does that drives you absolutely nuts? Uh, his moodiness. Wow. <laughs> so what was the first gift you gave each other? I made the best gift I gave her early on is I made a music video to the song Treasure where I dressed up as a pirate. Oh, that was it good. was really over the top. <laughs> that was an amazing gift. Yeah. 
I mean, I did a really fun like boudoir shoot, like photo album for our first year anniversary. Mm -hmm. That was a really fun gift. It was great. <laughs> Ooh la la. What's the best concert you've ever seen together? Together. Well, we actually went to Katy Perry together, and that was oh, that was, that was pretty. That was that that was that weekend. Yeah, we did go to Katy Perry. <laughs> That oh, weekend. the weekend we're not supposed to talk about, Selena. Oh, the weekend Ooh. that we do not speak of. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, that was a really fun that one. Was fun. Uh, did we go? What else are we? Ah, we'll count Katy Perry. Yeah, yeah, let's count. Dan, do you like ice in your drinks? Uh, yes. Flavored drinks, not water. Selena, what's the best city for comedy right now? Um, tough. I mean, it's just that comedy plays so different in every city i love la but i you know i have a very particular humor and part of it might be because i live here so i don't know you know it's like i feel like if you took me somewhere else i might not find the jokes as funny dan do you remember your first skateboard and you still have it oh uh, no that broke but i got ran over by a car in fact that was a toy machine oh man that's horrible yeah if you're enjoying these conversations please check out another beyond the mic episode to find more actors artists and people you need to know. We'd also appreciate a like and subscribe on the Good Pods app. Selena Ringle and Dan Levy Daggerman from you, me, and her joined us beyond the mic for the back half. Selena, how do you separate work and home? And where is Dan the most helpful with the house? I think he's the most helpful as a dad. I think he's an incredible, incredible dad. Um, and how do I separate? I mean, I think actually our kid helps us a lot. Yeah, life because, for sure. Because we both have like a little bit of a problem where I think we're obsessed with our work and then we work together and then we talk about it all the time. But he's so funny and fun. And right now he's going through a phase where he's a dragon, so he'll only wear red and we're running out of clothes because he won't wear anything that's not red. And he tells me, and you know, there's fire coming out of his mouth and He's so funny and he's so creative and it like really breaks us from being in work mode, um, which I think we really need. Actually, yeah, We super. talk about that a lot. Dan, why does directing soothe your creative itch? Because I didn't know which department to go in because I love it all. So I love storytelling and starting from the beginning and all the way to the end. So I didn't feel like I had much of a choice. Selena, currently the Writers Guild of America is striking, and one of the major factors is AI. What scares you the most about AI as an actress? I mean, obviously AI can, you know, take your face, and it can take your voice, and it can recreate you, and it can make you, you know, unlimited, and it can... There's so many things about it, but more than as an actress, I'm really just scared about AI in general. I think it's going to change the world in such a substantial way that we're not aware of yet. And what's interesting is I actually think the cell phone did it already. I think the cell phone is terrifying, the smartphone. Um, I think it has made us all semi-robotic already. And so I feel like AI is going to have the same kind of growth and the same kind of... Um, just like impact on the world. And I don't know what that means in terms of how we're going to be as people, but I already feel like as a humanity, we're in a much worse shape because of the smartphone. So <laughs> I'm scared. Dan, who was the teacher, the creative mentor that helped you along the path to where you are right now? 
well, I that has to go out to the AFI faculty when we went to school there. That's where I met Selena. And so shout out a couple, Peter Markham, Brian Danley, and Robert Sparrow. Those were the best teachers I've ever had. I didn't know I liked school until I went there. So, you know. <laughs> Selena, when people see you, me, and her, what do you want them to feel? Um, what I really want is to be able to walk away and have a conversation. You know, to have a conversation and be like, was that, was that good for that couple? I don't know. Well, what do you think? I don't know. Have you ever thought of doing that? I mean, I guess now that you're really asking, maybe I have. Have you? You know, like I want people to kind of delve into their own humanity and question each other because I think that um, so much of what connection is, is us asking each other those kind of deeper questions and, and getting into what feels right and what doesn't feel right. And every couple's different. You know, and some people could do something like this and and they could even open up their marriage and it could be totally right for them. And there's no judgment and other people, it wouldn't work at all. And I think it's just if this movie can open up a conversation where people can explore themselves and each other more, um, I'd feel, you know, really successful. Selena, do you miss Madame Roche, a relationship therapist? And what would she have told you about this film? <laughs> She would have told me to totally go for it and that it's the only way to be in a marriage and that there's no other form of marriage that every other form of marriage is dishonest. (laughs) (laughs) Dan, what's your favorite film festival and why? Um, well, the most inspiring I've attended is the Cannes Film Festival. Just like seeing a movie there when it's premiering on massive screen. That's like, you know, the dream thing to see a movie there. And then I love where we're premiering our film, Dances with Films. We screened the best people there, closing night to a sold out audience. is the most exciting screening I've ever had. This is at the Chinese Theater. And so, like, we are so excited to be returning there for you, me, and her, because we think this is an excellent spotlight and showcase for our film. And really, like, when you look at the festival landscape, it's amazing that there isn't really, like, the Sundances of the world in L.A. So I think it's, like, this is the best of the best. We have a premiere at the Chinese Theater in the middle of the summer, and this feels like a summer movie. So excited to roll it out this way. Guys, what's the best thing about your son? He's, I think, the best human that's ever lived. I mean, I could cry just talking. Yeah, I was like, I was like everything. Yeah. I don't know. He's really, yeah. I mean, actually, the best human that's ever yeah. lived, in my opinion. Well, I honestly, for me, and I feel very, very lucky, but I, I really do think it's just been pure joy, and I think that our relationship, in the aspect of him, has actually gone in a lot better because I think that we share this love for him and this passion to do what's best for him. And, and we both prioritize him. So if he's crying or he's not okay, or he fell or he needs us, we both immediately stop what we're doing. And he's just so clearly number one. And and we're very clear that that's really important to us. So, yeah, I mean, I feel, you know, like, there are other things maybe in marriage that you, that, cause I, I hear a lot of people saying, you know, you have a kid and it can take a toll on your marriage. I think there are things that take a toll on our marriage for sure, but it is not having kids. I actually think, movies. I think, it's, I think <laughs> having 
kids has actually helped our marriage a lot. Making movies. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. So you brought it up. What's the topic of your worst argument you had during shooting of the movie and who won? We don't. I don't think we ever really win. It's more just like <laughs> bullshit. It's like the small bullshit. We agree on the big stuff. I think we agree on the big stuff. I think that uh, sometimes what can be difficult is if I have one thought of how I think something should go and he has a different thought of how something should go. And obviously I wrote it and he directed it. And so I think that the worst version is honestly like us being on set and me going, whoa, 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 stop. Let's talk about this for five minutes because I think we should be doing this differently. And he goes, no, 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 trust me. I know exactly what I want right now. Let's go and and do it the way I want. And I'm like, no, 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 let's stop and listen to how I want to do it. Ultimately, I think that, you know, sometimes I win and sometimes he wins in terms of, and then I think sometimes later in the edit, we both have had moments where I go, oh man, you were right. I'm sorry I did that. Um, we've both had those moments with each other where we've realized later, like, I wish I would have listened to him. But I, you know, I also think we're very lucky that those moments aren't often, uh, but they happen. Yeah, they happen. And and it's tough because we both obviously want what's best for the movie. So it's it's not about ego. We just have different opinions and we're coming from different places. Who inspires you to be a better filmmaker and actress? Well, I think you inspire me. I think each of us inspires each other. We challenge <laughs> each other a lot, that's for sure. And, and inspire. And I'd say the people around us really challenge us. You know, it's like we have a we have a network of people we see doing amazing things every day. And it's terrifying and overwhelming and inspiring. Yeah, yeah So, 100%. And I think we also both, we don't let each other slack off which is sometimes exhausting, you know, because I think yeah, we hold each other, very we hold each other, very accountable. Um, but then because of that, I think we are very accountable and we keep showing up. And I think the way Dan believes in me has given me the power to do a lot of things I would have never done on my own because, you know, I believe in myself but every time I doubt myself, he's like, no, 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 you get back up there. You do it again. Here I am. There's no turning back. <laughs> and um, and I'm very grateful. Yeah. Me. And she does the exact same for me. There's no turning back. <laughs> we just, we just like, all right, we said we we're going to do it. Now we got to do it. So who goes to bed first? Who changes more diapers? I go to bed first, like by three hours. <laughs> three hours? That's it? Yeah. He sleeps a lot less than I do. Especially now with the movie, there's like a rolling checklist in my head. I'm up at the crack of dawn and there's some naps involved and then I'm up late working on it. Yeah. And I've definitely changed more diapers, but he is very helpful. So what was your first date like? Our first date was actually not great. Was Was it her fault? I was was really high. I didn't talk. I got really high before the date and I didn't talk. And he took me to this fancy restaurant and he was literally just silent. And the whole time I kept trying to like make conversation with him. So I was like, so like, what do you think about this? And he was like, and I was like, oh no, I could never date this guy. I was like, this crispy rice is really good. (laughs) 
It was really, yeah. I remember actually thinking after that date, I was like, woo, well, glad we got that out of the way. Can't end up with this one. <laughs> it's time for two big questions with Selena Ringo and Dan Levy, Daggerman Beyond the Mic. Selena, if you could act with anyone in the world, who is it? What would the genre of film be? Okay, well, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be like a dramedy. Like, I think it would be a comedy that's really grounded in reality that has a lot of elements of drama. Um, something in the, you know, like, I love Crazy Stupid Love. I um, love Silver Linings Playbook. Um, I love I love movies with strong women who are complicated, um, but also movies that make you laugh, but that are really grounded in heart and honesty and that feel, you know, very human. That's kind of my tone, I think. So Dan, what's your next project going to be about two Hollywood superstars and their kid? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, well, we got a number of different things we've been developing. So like while we've been creating these projects, I've got a division of our company called a uh, high concept entertainment for cannabis related projects. So there's a stoner sci-fi dramedy actually. I would say it's a dramedy, stoner sci-fi dramedy in the works. And uh, some some more stories about that industry and definitely like I'm very aligned with Selena that we tell human stories, but in the context of that industry is something I've been looking at. Selena loves Katy Perry. Dan loves her smile and their first date was an unmitigated disaster. Selena Ringel, Dan Levy-Dargaman, they are the creators of you, me, and her. Where can people find out more about the film? Well, if you live in Los Angeles, you can actually go to danceswithfilms.com and buy tickets for the movie. I would go ahead and do that right away because it is going to be fully sold out. It's premiering um, at the Chinese Theater July 2nd and the screening times at 6.30. Yeah, 6.30 p.m. And the red carpet is at 5.30 p.m. So that's where you can see it for now. We are doing a festival run and we're also in the midst of talking to distributors. So as soon as we know where the movies landed, we'll let you guys know about that too. But in the meantime, I would go get your tickets. And you can find out more about it at You, Me, and Her Movie on Instagram and YMH Movie on Twitter. Selena, Dan, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thanks Thank so much. Thank you. Sean. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic. <laughs>